I recently heard a podcast by Rabbi Yeshua Hartman, who's the uh, famous author of All the Haggos on the Maral, and he's a Maral expert. And he had some very, very beautiful concepts to share. He's a Talmud of Hutner, so it makes sense that he was very is very into Maral. And he said over a couple of very interesting R's I want to share. So uh, one of them he said about the Maral, which is very funny, is that the Maral was a very, very prolific writer. And there's a very famous joke that Marbi Yeshiva Marba Chachma, which literally means the more you sit, Mishnah says, the more you learn, because if you're always moving around, you don't learn. But he said that the shot is that the more positions you have in different cities, so um, you could use over your material. However, if you sit in one city, you can't repeat the same material. You have to be Mechadish. So Marbi Yeshiva means the longer you be, you're a rub somewhere, which Maral was very, very a rub for in Prague and other places for very long times of his life. Marba Chachma, the more you learn, because the more you have to come up with new stuff so that you're Mechadish things, which is a very cute shot. There's another thing that he brought down, which is phenomenal, um, that it says, What's the shot? So the, the Pashup shot is always. An ode means that there's no other God, right? There's only God. So the Maral says something that he preceded all the Sifrei Musr and, and Sifrei Chassidus. He says that the Pshat in his, in his drush for Shabbos Agal, he says that the Pshat in ode means there's nothing else outside of Hashem. Meaning, even human beings, we think that we're something else. It's not true. He quoted from Rav a beautiful thing. Rav said that what's the difference between the philosophers of the of the Umas Olam and the Jewish philosophers? He said, very, very classic, like Rav there's always a comparison and always a quick, a quick line. He said, the philosophers, they believe that, they're, that they want to try to figure out where's room for God in this physical world. He said, the Jewish philosophers and the Bali Musa and the Bali Ashkafa, they want to try to figure out where's room for man, what is the role of man in this world of God. You see the difference? The difference is whether you look at it as it's my world and then God's interfering, which is how the philosophers looked at it. Let, let me have my own life versus the Jewish perspective, which is that it's Hashem's world, and how do I fit in in that world? And that's a shot of Ain Ode. And he says a beautiful thing, I forgot who, who, who is B'Shem, maybe it's Shla, that that's why I think it was Rachav Azona before she converted, when she said that Hashem is B'Shemayim Val and she doesn't say the word Ain Ode, and Maral actually says this, because it's only shot to Jews. Gaim don't understand this idea, that, that there's something called you know Hashem integrated into the world itself. Like, like the famous Maral that explains um, that a, ola, a guy can only bring up call Hashem. He can't understand a shlaman, which is shared. It's the same exact vart. Very, very beautiful thing. And then, this is something that I literally never heard in my entire life, but it's such a profound thought. that it says that somebody that eats something and doesn't make a bracha is mal behektish. Because it's like he, he um, stole something from the base of Mikdash. So he said, come on, what does that mean? You're taking from Hashem? What does that mean? Like everything belongs to Hashem. And, how does, and, the, and the Gemara says in brachas that you have to make a bracha and be poda, you have to redeem it. So the Maral says that here's a pshat, and, and this pshat will change the way you make brachas. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. He says, every single thing in this world exists to give praise to Hashem. So he says, this apple that you're holding, that you're about to eat, that you want to eat, it's not pshat that oh, it belongs to Hashem, and now you make a bracha, and now it belongs to you, and you can eat it. That's, 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 that's what you tell a child. He said, that's not the pshat. The pshat is that this apple, in its existence, it's singing the greatest shira to Hashem. Look at how it grew, look at its color, look at smell it, look at its fragrance. Its entire existence is singing a shira to Hashem and talking about the greatness of Hashem. So what right do you have to eat it? If you're going to eat it, then you're taking away that shira and you're stopping a praise of Hashem in this world. So how, how do you redeem it? By you making a brach on it and giving that praise and that recognition of Hashem, you now have retired this item and it has literally fulfilled its entire purpose of expression of, of of Shira to Hashem, and now you've taken that over, so you've been put it, you've now redeemed it, and now you can eat it. So when you make a bracha, you're literally taking over 
that food, Shira, that it was singing praise to Hashem's existence and to the wonderful world that Hashem created. And now you're making that bracha, and now you're you're taking over that, and now now you have a right to consume it because you're not leaving a void in the world anymore because your beautiful bracha takes that place. If that doesn't change the way you make brachas, then you're like me because I heard it this morning. And I still haven't really thought about it so much, but I'm going to try the next bracha that I make.